Hey, you little bitch. I'm talking to you directly. I'm coming on tour, and I don't always do it, so you got to come see me, and here we go. April 15th and 16th, I will be in Louisville and Evansville. April 23rd and 24th, I will be in Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Beacon Theater, New York City, first time, May 14th. There's going to be some surprise guests there, and that's all I could say, but you do not want to miss that. And then I'm going out west. Callie, I'm finally coming to you. I'm going to be in San Diego on May 21st and at the Wiltern Theater in Los Angeles for the first time ever on May 22nd. Every is available right now at SavileCanoComedy.com, you little bitch. This Friday, March 25th, the win, Las Vegas, baby. We're going to be there. T.T. Jerry's coming on stage April 8th, the Egyptian Room at the Old National Center in Indianapolis, Indiana. April 9th, Denver, Colorado. April 16th, Wall Street Theater, Norwalk, Connecticut. April 29th, Wind Creek Event Center in Pennsylvania. ChristyComedy.com for all the ticky wickies. Thank you, guys. We'll see you at the show. Uh, we'll do Elvis for Hey Babe, and then we'll do I'm um, Hey, I'm Hey Babe, babe. And let me just go right into it. All right. All right? So it's like, she's a good girl, she loves the mom, she loves Jesus in America, too. She's a good girl, she's crazy about Hey Babe, loves horses and a boyfriend, too. Now, hey, hey, babe. Now, hey, hey, babe. And we'll start. <laughs> Why don't you just use that? What? Just use, just use what you just did. Yeah. No, no, just... That was it. You oh, just no, sang no, the song. I, yeah, no, no I, I gotta like. <laughs> you know, that's way sing it, better sing for people to see the, like how the sausage is made. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll play your way. All right. Ready? Yeah. She's, She's a, a good girl. girl. She loves her mama. Loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl. She's crazy about hey babe, loves horses, and a boyfriend too. Now I'm free, hey, hey baby. Now I'm hey, I'm hey baby. Oh, yeah, it's exhausting. You do that every episode? Yes, babe, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> you guys have a lot of rituals. Yeah. Well, we have. that's definitely one of them. Yeah. But I will say, I do want to give a shout out real quick to Tom Brady, who is coming back out of retirement. Yeah. yeah. He said he was retiring. He's coming back. Now, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl two years ago. Mm. Uh, oldest guy in the NFL, 43, he won it at. And it was in Tampa Bay, which was astounding. Uh, now, the people he played with the Kansas City Chiefs, and I just want to give a shout out to them. I'd be remiss if I didn't. And Patrick Mahomes, uh, because they're a good ball club and they got a bright future ahead of them. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, this year you had, you know, Joe Burrow took a loss with the Bengals. You're stacking then, two rituals on top yeah, of Yeah, yeah. And, and then the Seahawks won. And, uh, and, and <laughs> it's like a ritual ad read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just want to give a shout out to the who who is who won with the, the Seahawks? 10% of from? every episode is Mahomes. No, rituals. <laughs> I don't know sports at all. Huh? all, right, all right. It's, it's fun. I get it. Brady's out of retirement. It was worth mentioning. <laughs> What do you do? You guys judge his retirement flip flop? It was like two weeks. It's wild, actually. I don't. I, I, I don't know. I think it was fake. I think it was you fake. think it was all for for what? Though? That's what Walt says. He's like it was a it was, he Walt's position. Uh, Walt Flanagan. His position was that he was doing it to force them to allow. He didn't want to play for the Buccaneers, so he was like, "Well, fuck you guys. I'll just retire if you don't let me play where I want." And his theory is that they they held firm. They're like, "Well, then fucking retire." Oh. oh, so you're saying Brady's back because the Bucks called his bluff? Bucks called. Uh, well, because oh, they, they wouldn't let him out of a contract, right? right. Oh, I don't. I, I wasn't sure of his contract situation. I thought his contract was up. It is I a power no move. Of retirement as like a yeah. Well, well, even yeah. uh, even Aaron Rodgers went back to uh, not that you, you. I know you don't, but but he went back to the Green Bay Packers when he, he was going to be. He was looking around. The Steelers might have got him. We we don't know what we're doing right now. We got a a backup quarterback from. Let's not get into it. <laughs> I don't watch depressing. football, so none of, you know, I, yeah, I get yeah. lost. Hey, we, uh, welcome our very special guest today, Brian Quinn. Uh, Chris, Chrissy D's under the weather. Brian is uh, his notable, affable, loyal replacement all the time now. I'm, an, I'm affable. Yeah. The unofficial mascot of no pressure. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm, all, yeah, I'm no pressure. Yeah, I'm actually no pressure. Check out the taste buds uh, painting we got from his fan there. Joe is uh, Veruca Salt. Oh, it's great. They really <laughs> captured the fucking grumpy, sad sack. 
look on his face. We did a we did a few a few pods yesterday and therefore he was very salty. So yeah. he changed a bit, right? We realized that we weren't fighting enough lately. <laughs> and we didn't know what, what it was like. I like because I was like, what is he? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, please. Just what is he going to do when he meets someone and falls in love and like finds that his life isn't just a misery pit 24 hours a day? Well, that's yet to happen. So it's TBD. <laughs> I, think, I think he'll find female DeRosa, though. Oh, really? Oh, uh, but that, is it, isn't that tough. like lightning? Is that going to be like, that's tough to they do? They would just with. nitpick everything. No, it's so funny that you called it a misery pit because he had this ditch he used to stare into when he was a kid. There was a ditch by his house and he had no friends and he used to go sit in the ditch and look. He used to go sit at the top of the ditch and look into it. For real. And so now we call it his like sad ditch. <laughs> oh, so the misery pit was like the misery a pit real exists. thing. <laughs> I love like, you know, that famous quote, like when you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back. Yeah. You know, I wonder if the pit stared <laughs> yeah, back. That's exactly what it is. The pit was like, why the fuck is this kid coming here every day bringing me down with this Bullshit. Yeah. Somebody say? fill me in. Like, I don't want to like deal with this. The guy. reverse of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pennywise hangs himself in the fucking sewers. What? Yeah. <laughs> Was he picked on as a kid? No, like, I don't know. All I of mean. a sudden, one day, DeRosa just, DeRosa just comes out with these things that you like yeah. blow your mind. Like, he never talked about that one day. He was like, there was a ditch by my house. Like, I don't, it was a construction or. It, it was just a like, ditch an, in Pennsylvania. Just and he's like, and I spent most of my time in and around the ditch alone. And then his parents said, as a child, he ate oysters and clams the most. <laughs> yeah. They said, they said, they, <laughs> they told a story about how he made them, he made them, he made them drive him around in search of surf and turf at a young age. <laughs> or did they later say that was recent? I don't know. I got confused. You've brought so many people to my life. You really have. <laughs> but he's a he's special man. Yeah. He's a gem. Yeah, so what I was saying was, uh, what was I just saying about him? Oh, so we, we lately, like, like there was, like, a lack of us, like, really going at it. It used to be much more. And yeah. I was like, is it because we've, like, our, there's ebbs and flows and we, we've hit a, a string of items that maybe we are not that passionate about? Or the other guy is not saying anything that's really getting under our skin. And we realized that, like, he started this No Matter What Happens, I Love You chant. Yeah. And he wanted to diffuse things with that by starting with that because we had such bad fights that he would go home and keep them with him. So when we started that, it actually worked and we started fighting less. So so a couple of days ago, yesterday he came in and he goes, we're going to change the chant for a little while oh. to it's time to get salty. It's time to get salty. It's time to get salty. And then the second we're done, we say it one time. As soon as we say it three times the first time, yeah. he has to insult me any way he chooses immediately after that. And then we go, it's time. And he has, he has 30 seconds to insult me <laughs> I mean, and then and, and then right after that we go it's time to get salty it's time to get salty it's time to get salty and then i insult him for 30 seconds and the, and the way that the time is up is that v v uh v, v uh, who i don't think you, you Venetia, okay. who works with us and pimp had pots and pans yesterday like, like you know, they used to, <laughs> and they would bang the pots and pans after 30 seconds and then we'd literally go right into the battle and we had three brawls yesterday <laughs> all right so <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's i'd funny. love for you to weigh in on derosa was hating on the no shoe policy in this household look here's the thing i don't like it that i was get his, it that was his first insult to me he was like i yeah. hate your stupid no shoes policy we all hate it yeah we, we i don't hate it i i get it my plan my problem is i have the the plan our fish so every time i come to your house it's a countdown to the pain to the, to the pain uh, i i live with that as well i have flat yeah. feet so what you just inflict it on everybody else well no <laughs> my thing is like no, no no i i actually have uh slippers downstairs for guests that's that's well my thing is like because i look, feel bad if someone doesn't respect it and they take off their shoe and there's a hole in that sock or yeah, but it's like a bowling alley now you're just wearing somebody else's slippers <laughs> all night like i spray it down but yeah. but you're you look you're my best friend right in the world so it's like i feel entirely comfortable being like look i'm just gonna leave slippers here oh yeah yeah that's what that. i mean so people so, do that yeah, as yeah. well didn't you do that I come Donato here with brings slippers. his own slippers. I've come here with slippers. My, okay, and yeah, I only yeah. wear Crocs when I come here now. Yes. Because they slip right off at the door. Okay, so yeah, that yeah. is very freeing it to is. know I can go out without with Crocs on and I'm not going to get judged. I'm well, just you know, to... but you don't wear, do you wear shoes in your house? No, but, but, pe but I don't, when guest comes in, I don't, I don't say. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I don't like know. Man. You, have, you have area rugs. You have, you know, I don't know, man. I just feel like I don't understand the people that it. don't take their shoes off. Uh, think about wait like and on a given day i'm coming from an airport let's say yeah i go in the airport 
I piss yeah. before I leave. No, 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 I, I'm, I walk in a public restroom. Yeah. And I walk through the parking lot and I walk, you know, wherever the fuck I walk and then just walk right into my yeah, own kitchen, like, my own living room. I mean, obviously, if I stood in a puddle of piss and my shoes were soaked, I would obviously I'd probably throw the shoes out. But I just figure the walk from the through the parking lot's probably eradicate like should the, the, the no, but I think whatever's on the bottom of all of our shoes is always mostly always on the bottom of that traces of it. So, and I and I do believe that well, most of us go into public restrooms more fairly. I, Frequently, you're not the gonna train. The train is a public restaurant. Yeah, so you're on the train, right? You're it. walking in the subway on the subway floors, and on a New York City street, there's fucking piss shit. Yeah, vomit, but how far do you take it? Mud. Because like you, I have a friend, my friend Kim. She won't. She comes home from work. She changes. She's like, I don't even want the clothes. That that's were what out there. That's what uh, my lady insists on all the time. So you come home and you change. Well, I don't wear outside clothes like in the bed. Well, nobody does that. Right. Yeah. Like, but I, if you're tired, like, I won't come in in my outfit I wore and just plop down on the bed to rest all over the covers or anything like that. Oh, I'll do that. No, like, she don't, we won't even, like, we don't even want to really? wear the outside clothes, especially coming off, like, a plane and stuff. Planes, like forget about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, planes are a whole I just take thing. it all off. But, you know, like, but it, but if people do have that, then, I mean, they're fooling themselves that they don't think that they're, they're, they're basically in, in, in infecting their entire floor of the house. Yeah, then you walk on it with your socks, and, you can, and then you think it's different. And then all of a sudden, you jump into bed with socks on. Yeah, but you're, now I that's see it. you in the ocean, dude, all the time. Why? And like, if you take ocean water and look at it, it's like teeming with germs and life. Is it really? Yeah. I think it's <laughs> oh, no. just like, you know. Yeah, but... but I, yeah, but And you're getting it in your mouth and, and, and yeah, nose and okay. your beard. Your beard, you're getting living creatures in your beard. I'm just saying, I don't... Look, I, I get it. I'm, I'm not going to DeRosa and argue this to the death because <laughs> I understand it. I get it. But I, I just think it's wild for those who don't do it. I wonder what the norm is. Pip, Pip you throw up a pole right now? Like, is your ha- I'm going to throw up a pole. Yeah, throw it up. Is your house a, a, a shoes-off house or not? Yes or no? Now, what do you guys think about people that eat on the subway? Because I've been watching that go down now since... Look, man, my dad drove... So I know subways. My dad was a subway car driver. They are absolutely horrendous. That being said, I can eat a hot dog on a subway. Oh, really? Yeah, who gives a shit? I mean, I'm not going to put it down on the seat next to me and, and eat from there, but if, like, there's a hot dog stand that I'm running to make a train, like, I'm not going to be like, okay. I, I got to do it. I, I don't know. oddly specific situation. Well, you said eat on a would train, opt, so I just would, would you discussed, choose to do it if you had? Well, no. I'm not going to take a date on a train and like get a five course <laughs> meal like driving around, but I, I would bet, eat a sandwich I or bet McDonald's. I bet some romantic hipster. Oh my god! One year uh, when I was young, I was like 18 or so for like a a, um, a Valentine's Day thing. Me and my girl at the time just took Staten Island ferry over to a McDonald's downtown Manhattan, had McDonald's, and took it back, and you know it was nice. I've eaten on oh, a ferry, yeah. Yeah, the ferry the beers. Nice. The ferry's awesome. Yeah. The subway is becoming more and more odd. That's oh, your friend de Blasio, it's man. Filthy. He fucking ruined the city. He drove, drove, he drove it into <laughs> the fucking ground. my friend that way. <laughs> he fucking drove this city yeah, into the ground. I mean, he was a fucking monster. It's, a, it's so funny. You tell uh, you can say that to anybody. It's so funny. Be like, my friend. I'll put you on the defensive immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to miss when we can't blame him in like four or five years. Uh, yeah, I hope we I hope we can't blame him because like, uh, things he get do, turned around. He did that man of a job that everybody dislikes him, everybody or is that just him. a joke? No, no. No, he did his own party alike, dude. He, I mean, I know, I, I know what I know. I've had, but like, I, I wonder if like the deep rooted hatred is is deserved or not. I mean, it's deep rooted hatred. I don't hate the guy. I think he, I think he. Damaged but you know, but I feel like a lot of people. I've, hate I've seen him. standing but, ovations as that De Blasio's the punchline. He's, <laughs> but, he's okay, but but ruined, <laughs> he you know ruined New York City. It's a fun phonetic word. It's fun. It's yes. a fun word. Duh and blah, like De Blasio. Yeah, it's just fun to like. To, it it works on multiple levels because he didn't do a job that people don't service, and it's fun to be like de blasio but you hear it no matter who's in office you'll always hear the name fucking that's because of giuliani you heard that's that about of whoever. Bloomberg? would you hear about bloomberg bloomberg i guess he was fairly neutral i did no, people once he, once he killed the sodas i heard that non-stop in Queens. yeah but they got on bloomberg's case sure you're the mayor you're always gonna be but i don't think yeah you're right like he ruined this he was much more no. in a neutral pocket i think he helped the city a lot he I helped think. the city because he ran new york city like a business which it, is what you have to do it is interesting though de blasio chose the name de blasio his real name's like totally oh i didn't know me? that so it is a fun word to say. Maybe that's why he chose it. Why would he choose De Blasio? Doesn't that mean like of like? Why would you want blah in your fake yeah. name? <laughs> yeah, like the mayor, Mayor De Blasio, the mayor of Blah Town. I I had 
uh, lunch once with the Staten Island Borough President or the ex-Borough President, and he, he knows de Blasio, and he swore, he goes, if you met him, you would love him. He's like, it just doesn't know how to He's run. like, he's so nice. He's so personable. Like, he, like, you do like him. He's like, but his policies are just all, you c- can't get more wrongheaded. I mean, the guy, I don't know how, I couldn't believe he got elected a second time. I, I, that's when I was, I gave up on politics. I was like, this fucking guy, you've, I don't remember who's voting, running against him. So maybe, maybe that yeah, was the yeah, case, yeah. but, but oof. I couldn't wait for him to leave the office. <laughs> wait, wait, but you think he's the reason that uh, I think he's the reason subways are no good. I know, I know they are, of course. <laughs> what happens? You stop enforcing fucking <laughs> any crimes. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. If, like, you're like, but, but COVID. I think COVID had a lot to do with the subways. It, it no? was like that before COVID. It was. Yeah, it yeah, was it like was that before COVID. He started. All right, so like, I have friends in the sanitation department. I'm sure your dad would speak to this. So like, yeah. I, I was driving around Manhattan, this is before COVID, and I was like, what is with the piles of garbage fucking everywhere? First thing I noticed was the frozen piss. Do you remember that winter like five years ago? Frozen piss? When he decriminalized peeing in public. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would walk in Manhattan, and it would just, in the winter, people would pee on the walls, and it would Piss puddle. could freeze? Oh, yeah, and it was just But piss frozen comes out piss. at 98 degrees, doesn't it? But if it's fucking 20 degrees out. And it just stays cold. there. It's like, it's like literally like, 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 uh, like yellow ice it's not yellow but it's like it starts on the wall and it comes down and i remember our old office on broad street i would i would walk to it from the ferry and be like i cannot believe how much frozen that was meant to be like a emergency situation type nod right not like everyone just stopped pissing no it wasn't it was meant to decriminalize it because his, his point of view was like look like if you like you're making all these things that people have to do um a crime and it's like it's only affecting poor people. It's not affecting rich people. So we're going to decriminalize it to make life easier on on I guess the poor people. And you're just like, but wait, but poor people have to live in piss streets too. Like I don't understand what you mean. Like what is everything for him was the haves and have nots. It was this tale of two cities. Isn't bullshit. that why the plague spread? Like back in the day, everyone was just sleeping in piss. I mean, it sounds true. I don't know. I, well, I don't. But, I also don't know enough about politics. Even be to, I'm talking like I know what the fuck I'm talking I know, about. I know nothing. I don't really know anything. I, I just know. I, I just know that he was the reason. Like he cut back the garbage delivery and stuff like uh, pickup and stuff like that. It's, it's weird. Every few years, there's a guy who's so fun to hate, and I don't know why. Yeah. Well, no, he he. I felt he fucked up the city a lot. I, I do. But what are you going to do? So it's a misdemeanor, it says, to piss in public. Is that old piping? To be convicted of this offense means you would have to have a criminal record. Is that what a misdemeanor means? That if a misdemeanor is not trouble unless you already had a criminal record before it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know any of this shit. Mi- mi- Missy <laughs> Misdemeanor Elliot? Yeah, a minor, like a minor wrongdoing. Uh, it's funny if that's all it means, then you could say someone's doing a misdemeanor anytime. It's not necessarily. It doesn't say like always in relation to like actual law. I guess it's like a super minor crime. I guess punishable less than twelve months in prison or in jail uh, is misdemeanor. That sounds. I mean, eleven months in prison doesn't sound like a misdemeanor to me. No, I don't. I, I don't think you would get that today. I like Adams. You guys like Adams? I like Adams. New, cool. new mayor. Yeah, I'm still cool. feeling it out. Kind of want to get yeah. a drink with him. Yeah, I'm still feeling out. Oh, that'd be he, fun. he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I saw him with a fedora on, and he looked very. Ooh. He looked very fashionable. Oh, yeah? yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll have to invite him on. Oh man, he'd My- probably do something fun like that. He's. He, I, I like cool. him. You know. My friend got arrested for uh, not arrested. He got a, a summons in New Jersey for peeing one night after we went. We were walking from a bar back to like a a speech house. He got a ticket. Yeah, he got ticketed. <laughs> Two of them. Well, one one kid I went to college with, he peed in a school zone, and they charged him as a pedophile. Like oh, he had, a, he had a register. Yeah, that's a trumped up charge. Come well, on. Well, man. it's also the same as like when little kids in high school send each other photos. If they get caught, that's. That's CP. You can't. But even if they're little kids already. Yeah. Wait, I don't mean like what? graphic images. I just you mean like if two kids are sixteen. Anything that you would they, not want to be like in possession. Right, right, right. But I don't mean it in the most uh, most cynical way. Like you, you mean like a young relationship. Even if it's like yeah, healthy for adults. What What happens with that? Like, what happens if a girl, let's say, is dating a guy and they're a year apart? I think, and then one becomes law, of age. I think there's there's a uh, there's like clauses in laws. Yeah, because if you think it has to be, because if you think about it, nobody's the same age. So any relationship coming out from yeah. younger to older is going to fall into the the effects of that. I remember a few uh, years ago, like there was this crazy story on the local news, like on Fox Five, 
that all these Connecticut kids got charged because they, they like one girl was dating a guy, sent him a photo, sent another guy a photo, and then they spread it around their friend groups and they all were in possession. And it circulated. And it hit the news. And I was like, that's a thing I never Jesus. thought of. Oh, I think I might have remembered this. Like, maybe like 10 years ago or it something like It might have been like, like six years ago. Now. Okay. I remember one a while back, too, with that exact thing. Like, someone sent out one pic, and it spread around the whole school. And then everyone got in, like, a, a ton of trouble. I mean, it's so confusing because they're doing that, and then they're making the kids watch Euphoria. So right. It's like, what do you want? Why? I haven't watched you for it, but I heard it's like wild. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. My little sister watches. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I heard my nieces watch it. I'm so upset with that. I'm, I, I'm embarrassed to say that it's I fell insanely into graphic. Right? Is it? Is it? I, like, I, I I from I heard from here that, oh, really? that it all got our nieces to watch this. It feels like Degrassi with sex scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, with Zendaya does. Sex scenes? Apparently, I, I don't. I'm not watching it. She's on Euphoria. Yeah, yeah. she's elite. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised by that. I, I, I talk to me about. Uh, have you heard of this show, uh, Emily in Paris? Why have I heard of that? I have heard of it. Who told me about that? What's up, everybody? Let's talk Lucy uh, for a second. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. I mean, we could all agree. That's no surprise. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Kind of. We're in now. We're getting approaching spring now. It's going to be a new season. Why not start the new season by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about if you're already a nicotine user? I actually want to give it to uh, one of my family members who will remain nameless uh, because I would rather they use lucy then smoke the way they do and if that's you know if that's if i can get them to try something new why not uh, if you enjoy using nicotine you should definitely check out lucy's products at lucy.co not com co that's lucy.co and use promo code babe at checkout uh, also i have to read this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical remember if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code babe Ka-ching! What is that sound, babes? It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Okay, Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Believe me, this podcast started out selling merch recently, and we're not stopping there. We are going to evolve this plan, and we are going to use Shopify to. Uh, we're going I think I really want Chris is not here right now, but I'm going to talk to him about what we could do to actually use everything that they have to offer. Like the old hey babe, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. Uh, Reach out to customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, integrated into all those. Synchronize your online and your in-person sales. Uh, gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. That is the, one of the most important things you can do for your business. If you're not keeping track of those types of things, you do not know how you're scaling. You do not know how you're growing. You don't know what kind of profit you're turning over. I was a small business owner in my life, and I had to learn that, and I learned it the hard way. And uh, look, more than a store, Shopify grows with you. Uh, Go to shopify.com slash heybabe, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to everything that Shopify has, their entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash heybabe. Again, heybabe is all lowercase. Right now, shopify.com slash heybabe. Who told me about that? I don't know. I have heard of it. So this is, so yeah, okay. So this is Emily in Paris and- Oh, oh, okay, no, this is all right. No, we might get flagged for the music. Oh, uh, okay. So, oh, Darren Starr made it? That makes so much sense. That's <laughs> Phil Collins' daughter, by the way. Oh, Emily? Yeah, em the Emily is, is, her last name's Collins. It's Phil Collins' wow. daughter, I found out. Um, and all I kept hearing about the show, because it won a bunch of awards and it was pissing people off, because they were like, how is something so slight winning all these awards? 
you know, and lo- you could look at this and you're, yeah, you're and campy. you're like, this is not something Brian Quinn will yeah, ever watch. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the other day, I was walking through my living room and it was on. All right. And, and you was, don't say you got sucked dude, in. It was the seventh episode of Emily in Paris. I don't even know oh, how I ended up on the TV. You're kidding me, dude. So I sat down. Oh, I can't even. I'm watching it. I'm like, no way. I am telling you. I started watching the seventh episode of Emily in Paris. And before the episode was over, I was like, well, what happens? And then I started watching the next episode. And before I, I knew you're, it, you're shitting me. I was, I was uh, all no, in on Emily in Paris. With no sound. Wait, was that lady nude? Yeah, no, it's like it's like a Disneyfied. It's not Disney, it's a Disneyfied Sex in the City. Like, dude, like there's an there, oh no, no, like no. It, I'm watching I'm it you. without words. I'm like, no way. What is it that is alluring to you? It is funnier than it should be. Okay, and it knows what it is. But funny for the good reasons. Okay, or uh, no, funny, legitimately oh, funny. Legit. Like that guy with the the guy that left there with the hair. Yeah, uh, is uh, really funny on the show, and that guy. Is awesome. Like the guy, people she works with are really funny. And then it's like, it's so like, like I didn't even finish this episode, right? But like she was running this big party. She's running this big party, okay? And she had a movie star running it. What is it? What is her? She's like, uh, I'm not even clear because I only started on the seventh episode. And <laughs> I, haven't back I haven't even gone back yet, but right. I fully intend to go back and watch all of that in right. Paris and the clothes are to die for. So, <laughs> so she she's finally gets a big break and she i guess she's like an event planner and she's running this she's running this oh she's event. not a child no she goes oh it looks like she she's has, a child no she's like almost like, like emily in the big like home alone too no she moves from chicago <laughs> to paris for her dream job this is what i've been able to pick up okay and uh and she's having all these adventures in paris and they shoot it in paris so it looks great and the fashion's all like on point and um since when in your life you. have you ever said <laughs> the fashion's really good the fashion's now, on point what are you talking about i'm talking about i never LA have Paris. heard you mention fashion in our lives on point i love it <laughs> wait, 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 you, why do you have a fashion opinion he's having a renaissance because i'm watching <laughs> in Paris you're, and I'm, you're you're appreciating the fashion <laughs> loving it since when loving the that's wild dude i'm telling i'm telling you i'm i can't even understand these words coming out of your mouth never has he ever yeah. spoken commented on spoken about it. cared about alluded to anything having to do with fashion anytime <laughs> in our entire lives yeah I'm, I'm into it now i'm like i watch the outfits they wear and i'm like wow who makes that like i'm like how, how it's, it's so fashion forward that it's actually catching your eye yes it, okay it, they, wow. they look like they're dressed in candy You're just like it looks amazing that feels like sex in the city i think right but it's 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 not as like you know sex in the city was like you know it was his own beast this is a little more like i don't know man I, like i was kind of getting into it so wait wait so she got the, the the ability to run this party right and like there's a celebrity there and she, she's wearing a two million dollar watch on the red carpet okay. and like i don't know what happens but it's this type of show where she's comedy it's comedy it's funny it's uh. funny it's like a and and like so she i don't think it's a comedy but they they weave it in so she someone comes up to her with a clipboard because now she's in charge and it's just like you just need to sign here and she's signing and they're, they're like well what for what she's like what's this for she's like oh it's 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 insurance somebody's got to sign for the insurance for the watch right and walks away <laughs> now it's the type of show where i haven't seen what happens yet but i can only imagine that she's the on watch, the hook for the watch she's on, a, on the hook for two two and a half but it's also the type of show where at the end of the show she'll have solved like it'll be two she'll owe 2.5 million for the episode and by the end it'll be washed out in some way oh way. really yeah see look at the fashion <laughs> look at this <laughs> <laughs> you tell me you don't notice these outfits. Look at look well, at this. Yeah, I think it's very apparent that they want you to. Yeah. Well, they got well, it's me. Paris. It's Emily in Paris. It's yeah. Emily every Paris. single outfit. Now that you say it, every single one was like, oh wow, they. You really know, what would be amazing okay. to see you two at Fashion Week in New York. I would go. I'd fucking do oh it. Oh my god, you have to go. I would do you it. Have to go. So I. So you wouldn't tell from me, but uh, I'm into fashion. I like fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't represent it on this podcast or really on television. <laughs> <laughs> But I do. I have clothes downstairs that I wish I could wear, but I don't wear them. And I have a little handle on everything. You're seeing but, it. Yeah, but it's also like when I'm at like my goal weight, I get more fashionable. Okay. But when I'm like at, not at my goal weight, it's more like athleisure and t-shirts yeah, yeah. and stuff it's like about that. about getting through life. Yeah, but my goal weight, I haven't been in a couple of years. My goal weight of 155. I... Yeah, I can't look, man. I mean, I'm in Emily in Paris. Guys, I, was seen- a, I was 155 in, as a sophomore in high, in high school. Oh. I, I, I threw that out to go way under. And I'm actually, I'm very delighted that none of you laughed at it. 
Well, I support your dreams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's an ascot. Who's the guy on the right? He looks familiar. Is that little Nas X? I don't think no, it's little no. Nas X. He's is that Jared Gerard Carmichael? I don't know. <laughs> no. He's Who super. He's fun. Like these two guys. Like that's her boss, and they work with those two. They're that whole office staff is excellent. Looks <laughs> like Lederman in the back. It does. I wish you. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you about Annie Lederman. Oh no 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 no. Oh, uh, how okay. is Annie doing? You talk to Annie. Annie? Yeah, she's doing well. She's awesome. Good. Yeah, uh, she's, she's out in L.A. for forever. I, I, I was always a big fan of her. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Um, what was I going to say? All right, so <laughs> I okay, I have a something similar, right? So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like a year ago, from all angles, people would tell me to watch a certain show on Netflix. And it came originally from my nieces, so I was suspect. But then I heard friends talking about it, and then my dad is like, oh, you got to watch it. I watched the whole thing. And, and then... She, her friends mentioned it, and it was called Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Yeah, and it looked like this. Immediately upon looking, it looked for me like not for me. Okay. Cheesy. It's like teen angsty kind of like murder mystery. Not murder mystery, but like it's a thriller. It's, it's like a thriller series, but it's of like, you know, maybe teens, 20-year-olds. Okay. And it's... Again, it, you could look at it and see exactly what it is right away, and I'm like, Ooh. I don't think this is gonna. It almost plays to me like um, like a like a like a network nighttime soap, yeah, or something like that. I don't know how to describe it, but you know, it's teen shit. You know what I mean? It yeah. looks like you know, it's like Action One Tree Hill. Yes. Okay. I'm yes. into it. Uh, and apparently, there's like you know, there's a mysterious death, and someone doesn't know who did it. And it might be. Really, I don't know because I only watched the first few episodes. Yeah. But I watched it, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like it feels very like Dawson's Creekish to me. And if you don't like Dawson's Creek, then then it's got. I, I, I watch a few episodes. I'm like, all right, I all right. But then I was like, yeah, but still, it's kind of like corny a little bit. Still. Do you? Do, but everyone raved about raves this about thing. it. You could see with the no words, you know what it is. Yeah, it looks you like one of those like teen movies. Like part were, of me feels like if it didn't have the Netflix logo, no one would ever swear by it. Right. Oh, really? Really? You think Netflix? I I thought people were like rebelling against Netflix because they keep dropping the ball on things. Well, this I mean, was, the price this keeps a, going up. It's twenty dollars now. I month. know. Uh, this was like came out a couple of years ago, and I think there's a few couple of seasons, so even maybe more than that. What I think happens is. If you put something on Netflix, eventually people are going to click on it, mm -hmm. and it's they're going to like they're like I, I need something new to watch. Oh, here's a new show. Sure. Let's watch it. You know, so it kind of like it is funny that your dad watches this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My dad does watch a lot of TV, and it was also pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah. so like he was going through series like crazy. Right. But my dad gets hooked with any little little like yeah. cliffhanging stuff. Would, would he watch Emily in Paris and let me know what he thinks? Ooh. You know, now I I think I remember when I hearing this. I think Jim That's Gaffigan great. maybe told me that told me he said that uh, maybe Emily in Paris because it's ringing a bell where like. They were like his family was watching it, his kids or whatever, and he was like, "No way!" And then he sat down, and he was immediately hooked. He said, and it was one of those shows, and I think it might have been Emily in Paris. It could be, dude. I don't even know how. Like, I, I think you I know, Netflix will just auto start things. I don't, I don't see it. Like, yeah. I think it just went, and 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 I was, I, dude, I was you. <gasps> I got another show. I got a new show to talk oh. about. Continue. No, I was gonna say I was you two weeks ago. Yeah, I was like Emily in Paris. I'm not watching this, and now let I'm me just ask like, you a question. I'm trying to find time to watch. Are you high? <laughs> Am I high right when, now? No, when you're watching it. Uh, no, I don't okay, think so I it's, was. Okay, so it's a real assessment then. It's not a high assessment. It's it's. I know what I'm saying. Okay. I, I understand. Yeah. I, I know how. It's no, because like, I'm putting been, myself out there. There's some movies I've seen high, and I yeah, was like, no. how is this not? Uh, right under like uh, <laughs> you know on the on the AFIs, yeah. you know like this is Citizen Kane and then Lego yeah. Movie, right? And then I and then like I'll, no. then I'll come to, <laughs> and I'll and I'll always be like I'll I'll never go back and watch it. And I'm like I always wonder if that movie is as amazing uh, as I thought it was because I was high. What movies are uh are you ashamed that you love? Oh, <sighs> um, like overall over my life, like uh, one that you'd keep secret. You'd want to keep secret that you love it. Well. You know what? I probably watched uh, William Hurt's Lost in Space more than I should have in life. Isn't that funny? Like I always like. I don't I, even know if I've seen that. And he just passed, right? He just passed. That's what made me think of him. Because shout out Bill yeah. Hurst. Uh, not not the series. He made a version of the movie back in the day. Uh, it's H U R. Oh. Yeah, Hurst is that's like the bad guy on Deadwood, right? William Hurt. Oh, Hurt. Yeah. 
Oh, it's hurt. Yeah. Okay. Hurt. So '98, I saw this in theaters, and every few years, I'll just rewatch it. It's not a good movie. I don't even know if I've heard of it. But oh, wow. But I'll watch it every few years, and I'll be like, all right. I don't know. It's like I don't this weird this thing. One at all. Yeah, it's not that great. What do you love about it, dude? I don't know. I think it's just it's familiar to me. So every few years, I'll just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what I I don't really know because if I don't. What movie do I like that's a guilty pleasure? M mine is Gremlins 2. Gremlins isn't great. a guilty pleasure. That's a fucking straight up great movie. Just, oh, you know what? Attack of the Killer Tomatoes 2. Okay. All right. But that, I don't know but if it's that, meant to be It's camp. meant to be bad. Yeah. Right. You think Gremlins 2 is a guilty pleasure? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I think it's like. It's out there. I mean, especially yeah. nowadays. People have no idea. You know, was, at the other night in front of the cellar, uh, someone w went up to young girls online and said, do you know the comic that's on stage right now? Dave Chappelle. And they said, who is that? Wow! Yeah, it's good. So it's I've, heard, I've heard young kids be like, oh, "I don't know what Wu Tang is." It's starting to become yeah. like Gremlins Two might be so buried in Netflix's world. You know what I mean? Like people Maybe. don't know it. Gremlins One is a Christmas movie, right? To me, yeah, Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. Gremlins Two. We shoot by the clamp, the clamp building. Oh yeah, yeah. We shoot in an office around there all the time, and I park at the clamp building, and I always get excited when <laughs> I do it. Like how at the end that fucking thing came out of the ground and he just walked out, uh, clamp. Uh, I love Gremlins. Why did those fun movies die? I need to rewatch that. Uh, so they, they, were, they were saying they were going to make another Gremlins for years and years and years. They do right? it's a cartoon now. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, Secrets of the action, Mogwai. Yeah, of course. Especially while What's-His-Name still alive. And not CGI either. You know? Not CGI. Like, what are they doing? They're doing another movie now again. Oh, oh well, the, well, they might do Ralph again. And and it, was it going to be CGI or a puppet? No, that would be puppet. Yeah, they're okay. doing Alf. They they wanted they're rebooting Alf. How great is that? That's awesome. Yeah. Did it only run two seasons originally? Four. Four. four, four okay. Yeah. Plus yeah. two animated series and uh, the movie. They wrap it all up. Wow. I, yeah. A movie was published. They did a no. It was a made-for-TV movie. But they, they showed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like a long episode. It was a long, it, well, no, it was made as a movie. It was like it was that's it, Pro Project Alf, where like the the alien, the government was trying to get him or something like that. I, I don't know if I remember that. But I remember the ending where like the the spaceship was coming down to get him. I yes, and and Project Alf picks up on that thread. Like Alf doesn't get his credit for the whole alien genre really existing. He, he's fun ET. It's crazy that Alf is not more popular. I agree, or there hasn't been a it's problem. It's wild. Uh, yeah. It was the, th it was like, took over the world when he was out, for us, for kids anyway. I mean, and yeah. actually, adults liked it too. It was for both. Him and Ernest sure. put up numbers in the uh, 90s. Ernest, man. Come on. That first <laughs> Ernest movie is so good. Uh, Ernest goes to camp, right? <laughs> I remember being obsessed with that when I was a kid. Yeah, and then Ernest they goes to Africa. Yeah, then oh he just Oh, we gotta watch Ernest Goes to Africa. <laughs> oh holy how, shit. How many faux pas you think oh, are in that movie? Oh my god, this is we should 97. Er, I, Ernest scared stupid Ernest. I know there was Ernest Goes to Jail, right? Ernest it was Ernest Goes to but Camp look, was the first one, right? Then Ernest Goes to Jail. Ernest saves Christmas. Yeah. Uh we should what go was on his a, character again. Was it Mr. Bean? He what? he passed away too, this guy. Yeah, Varney, right? What was yeah. his bit? He was just clumsy. I forget. No, I, he was, I think I first saw him in a commercial. He, that's what he started. And then it, like they yanked it and made it. What was the hey, commercial? Burn. Yeah, what was the commercial for? I don't remember. Well, yeah, let's. <laughs> my God, Ernest Jeez. goes to Africa is so ill. <laughs> just it was, it was shot in Africa. No, <laughs> look at that. The film was shot entirely in South Africa. Holy wow! Shit. So he went for a certain cultural reality. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what's the plot? Here's the plot. While attempting to fix a woman's car at a local garage, <laughs> we got to find out what movie he was in as well. Okay. I mean, what, what commercial campaign? Okay. While attempting to fix a woman's car at a local garage, Ernest P. Worrell accidentally causes the car to get crushed, which results in his termination. He goes to a local restaurant and asks for his and asks his crush, Renee Loomis, to go on a date with him. He is turned down by her because she wants to date somebody more adventurous. Um... Ernest decides to buy her a gift to show her that he really cares for her. He goes to a flea market where he buys two jewels, <laughs> unaware that they are eyes of the Igoli, stolen from the Sinkatutu tribe in Africa by a run, runaway named Mr. Rabas, who is being chased by two henchmen of Prince Kazim. He is cornered by the men, but rescued by a man named Thompson and his strong African bodyguard, Bazoo. This is Wild! I, I cannot believe this, this is, is the plot of an Ernest. This movie. is all over the place. Like just just that plot is like what? And the budget was nine hundred k. Wow! <laughs> they shot in Africa on, on less than a million. How's that? Threatening to kill him if he does not tell him so. Uh, Ernest 
ordeal is just he's just like a bl- blubbering, lovable. lovable blubbering. He Oof. fumbles into problems and solves. Yeah, themselves. yeah, nice guy. Wow, I I mean, there's got to be so many things like, ooh, that didn't that didn't age well in that movie. There are, but I bet you that his today's day and age, even the poster for yeah. it is like <laughs> wearing that mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh At God. least he's not in blackface. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like they didn't do that. He, I mean, there's really not a character like Ernest anymore, right? Like, well, we've deleted Mr. Bean, like Mr. Magoo type, Mr. Magoo. Yeah, but that that ended in the nineties. No, but like live action, yeah. It didn't, it did what not. What if you and I uh, went to Medea? I don't know. Well, that, Medea, uh, Medea is a good example. Like a, no, but she's not no, that. She's not like, not that. But but it's an example of a character driven. Like they're making movies based around the fictional character, yeah. which is kind of cool. James Varney. So he died. Oh wow! At this point, he died twenty two yeah, years he died ago. Got like cancer or something, right? Shit. Um, what if we went to Warner Brothers? And, oh, he died at fifty. Yeah, I think he died of cancer. Yeah. Lung what if cancer. We go to Warner Brothers, right? And we're like, look, we want to create two characters of the of the earnest thing for you and I to do, Ooh. and just be like, we'll make like two million dollar fucking movies. You know what I mean? And just do like that sort of thing. But who was this audience? Because back then, I was this audience, right? But back then, this, this audience was for kids. But was it also for grown-ups? Potheads. Yeah, I think as it went along, like yeah. they started leaning into that sort of thing. But this now, I don't know if that it has to be the version of whatever that is now. But I don't know well, what's who's, adult, who does it who's it for if we do like it? Like Adult Swim, people? just for us. You think that's Adult Swim? I don't think that's that that no, keen because he's no. not making fun of himself in right. that genre. It's sincere, okay. which is why Ernest worked. Like Fair. we'd have to either care enough to do it sincerely, right? But sincerely is we already know because I think yeah. I don't know, man. I don't. How about this? How come we haven't done a movie like *Impractical Jokers* meets *Frankenstein*, Ooh. or or something like that? Like how come? Like we we've talked about it over the years, where it's just like yeah, didn't we talked about that idea? No, yeah, or did we not? I think we, we talked about. Well, on we've the, definitely we, talked not about too it. recently. Oh, we, on a podcast? No, no, not too recently. We were totally discussing like if we did a movie again. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I wanted to do a hidden camera erotic thriller. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I, I was fucking super high one night, and I started texting him, and yeah. I was like, "What so about we, like a hidden camera erotic thriller? Like nobody has I, done I that." I love the idea. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I love it. I, I think that I think that we we should put a, a bunch of wild ideas together. Like this is yeah. one, that's one, and then just bring it to him and be like, "Pick one." But us meeting like like meet like the old Abbott and Costello, like yeah, oh it would be so funny, man. I'd love. I was that. talking to Nick about it when he was in town. We were like, "What?" Like just that says Impractical Jokers meet Frankenstein. Impractical Jokers, <laughs> fucking I don't like. You know what I mean? Like it would yeah, be Abbott so and Costello st- is so. I mean, they're genius. Yeah. Like, it's like so hard to. You, we don't want to do like impression of that, right? It's like N- well, you want to do it in the spirit of it. You right. don't want to rip it up, but like that's the idea. Like we're playing ourselves. We're <laughs> like I think the the plot of that movie was like Dracula shipped Frankenstein to the United States and like having Costello opened it by accident and that was it. Um, oh, I forgot he was in Toy Story. What was his, uh, guys, I love DoorDash. Uh, DoorDash came into my life only a couple of years ago, and I think it's the best thing ever because for places in my town and near my, near my hood that do not deliver, I either have to go there for takeout or go there to eat. And now with DoorDash, those things are delivered right to my door. I utilize it all the time. You know, when I don't want to cook and I'm just like, what do I want to get? Usually I have to go in my drawer and I have to look up what menus I have sitting there and order from like the same five or six places. DoorDash, I download the app, I put in my zip, and all of a sudden there are 50 to 60 places that will deliver food. It opens up a whole new world. What do you want to eat tonight? Maybe you want a home-cooked favorite, but you don't feel like going to the store or you want something exciting and new, but it'd be a great... It would be great to just stay in. That's another thing when you don't want to go out. DoorDash connects you with everything you want, whenever and however you want it. Um, Get what you want to eat right now right to your door with DoorDash. Along with the restaurants you love, you can now get groceries, which I haven't tried yet, but I can't wait, and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. You can get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. Okay? Craving late night ice cream, forgot the one key ingredient for dinner. This thing will save you, okay? Or maybe you just want to stock up for something during the week. You can all do it. You can do it on 
on the app with everything. There's 300,000 partners. Uh, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from national restaurants, too. They have like things like Popeye's, Cheesecake Factory, even Chipotle on there. Ordering is easy, and your items will be left safely outside your door uh, when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code HEYBABE. So that's 25% off, up to 10 bucks in value, and zero delivery fees on your first order. So get that first meal out of the way when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code HEYBABE. Don't forget, that's code HEYBABE for 25% off your first order with DoorDash, subject to change terms apply. Kitties, let's talk about Coinbase because Chrissy D loves this thing. He got into crypto recently. I have not yet, but I want to and I'm nervous. And I think Coinbase is kind of a user-friendly thing that I can dip a toe in with. Do you identify like me as crypto curious? If you've ever thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency, but you felt overwhelmed, Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell pretty simple. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy-to-use platform. You can buy, sell, and spend your cryptocurrency on it. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market. So all those ones that you know, all your faves, are all compatible with Coinbase, and they make them accessible to everyone. They offer portfolio management and protection. They offer learning resources and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place right there on your phone. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Man, I got to get on board with this. Millions of people over 100 countries. Let's go. I'm crypto curious, and I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to take the dive. Whether you're looking to diversify, like we said, or just getting started, or searching for a better way to use and access the crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. So for a limited time, of course, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at Coinbase.com slash HeyBabe. Sign up at Coinbase.com slash HeyBabe for 10 bucks in free Bitcoin, which if, any, if there's any indicator, I should have done that 10 years ago. I could have been living on, 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 on the moon right now with the money I made. The offer is limited for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. You know it. It's coinbase.com slash hey babe. Yeah, let's see what that is, but let's see what that guy's commercial came from. I think it was if we can guess, what do you think it was? Was it like was it a food product or was it like that you would have been, been like a, like a hardware store? Or yeah, something like right? That, right. Yeah. He's big on that. He's but, almost like do you know who Mike Mike Rowe is? Of course. Yeah. Jobs? yeah. I fucking love Mike yeah. Rowe. I, I I he's show restarted again. I couldn't be happier. He reminds me of like a comedic Mike Rowe, but if you watch Mike Rowe, he's the comedic Mike Rowe. I don't know why that guy's not a fucking he should be in movies and shit okay. like that. I love that guy. He's Collection of advertising from eighty three to two thousand. Wait, so did he create a character that multiple brands used to advertise? So he was already a character? And they hired his character to yeah, be brand ambassador? I believe so. I didn't know that at all. Oh, my God. His last words. Oh, man. Well, he, the open. Interesting thing to say. Yeah. I don't think everyone, I don't think everyone gets last words. No, because you never know. You never know that they're going to be your last wow. words. Wow. That's, that's a downer. Yeah, I know. But, so what, what, what were the commercials? Let's see. I'm trying to find it. There's like a catalog of them for some reason. No. Well, it's in the Wikipedia. It doesn't just say. No, it didn't say commercials on there. Like the character. There's got to be a Wikipedia for the character, right? Ernest. Hey, Vern, it's Ernest. was a TV series. Yeah, but that didn't come first. Ernest goes to camp was the first one. That well, I remember it grows, seeing in theater. That grows, it grows twenty three million oh, in nineteen eighty seven. He was go up, go up. I'm sorry, but sorry. there was there he was. Uh, he report all right. Ernest commercials for convenient food mart during the eighties. Oh, God, convenient food mart! I worked there for five years. Get out of here! Yeah, oh, from fourteen to nineteen years old. Where the I worked fuck there. was there a convenient food mart? On there Santa still Island? is the one I worked in. Is still there? Is that the one with the orange sign yeah, and the yeah, C? Yeah. Oh. No, see, he's doing commercials all over. He's doing local spots. So Vern was his thing. He's like, you can come and get me and Vern to do to do your your. But, but there was no Vern, right? There was no Vern. He was always just he talking would talk to, to Vern. Yeah, hey Vern. Yeah, yeah. So was he a comic? It said he was a comedian at the top. Okay. I remember seeing Ernest goes to camp with my cousin Kevin at the at the UA on Staten Island and just fucking loving it, thinking it was like the greatest thing of all time. You, oh, know what I mean? Go, go up a little bit. He says his catchphrase was no, a little bit higher. There was something that said his catchphrase. Yeah, a little higher. Right there. 
know what know what I mean. Know what, what I mean, Vern? Know what, what I mean, Vern? At this point in 1980, his first commercial featuring the character advertised an appearance by the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, cheerleaders and an amusement park in, a, in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Wow. wow. To go from local commercials of going, you know what I mean, Vern, to eight movies? Yeah. He was a, full, a cultural phenomenon. I wonder what his uh, his uh, net worth was at at that time. I mean, if he's making part seven for less than a million dollars, probably not. You know, he's probably not over right, the top. Right, right, right. Oh, right, the movie itself, right? Is that a picture of him? That can't be a picture oh of him. Oh, my God, is that him? That no, can't that doesn't be even him. look like him. He was him. so thin. Does that, was that him? I don't know. That can't be. That's That's just not him. End of life. What a depressing thing to write, bud. J- J- Jim Varney. Uh, no, that's not him. Oh, that's it. All right. So go up a little bit. That's him when he was older. Wow. He looks cool still. I think it said $12 million. It did say $12 million. I, I, I buy that. He did commercials and stuff like that. <sighs> that's 12. a lot of money. And that's in I mean, that's when he passed 22 years ago. $12 million 22 years ago today. What is it? Let's go. <laughs> a lot of inflation. Twelve million dollars in two thousand in the year two thousand. The year two. Wait, twelve million dollars today is worth twelve million dollars. <laughs> Stoner. Yeah. At twenty five million. Wow, that's a fucking hell of a lot of money. That's a lot of money, dude. If I had twenty five million dollars, I wouldn't be worried about anything. Yeah, right? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't be worried about anything. But they do say like the more you make, the more like you, you jab to that lifestyle, and then you mm-hmm. don't. Succession had the best line about money. Where uh, what's his name? Uh, the best guy, Tom. Is yeah, like, uh, Tom Greg, Greg just yeah, Greg came into five million dollars, and he's like, Greg, he's like, that's the worst rich. He goes, you're too rich to care about working, but not rich enough to stop working. And I was like, oh my god, that's so depressing. <laughs> I was like, five million dollars isn't enough. When did when did Greg come into five million from his grandfather? It was like, yeah, it was something to do with the. He, and he and he got it. I, I didn't know that he capitalized he, on five million. There was some know. offer he got, yeah, where he got five million, and 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 like Tom just ripped it down. He's like, it's the worst type. of Remember, rich. there was a scene in in uh, where they were talking to uh, Kendall, and they were going to buy him out. And he's like, just take the YouTube bill and just you know. And they said two billion, like it was nothing. nothing. And I didn't have a general. I knew that they were like massive because they're based on. Yeah. yeah. I knew they were bill like the family maybe had a net worth, but the way they threw around two billion, you were like, oh my god. That was like two, like go away money, and it was I? like an annoyance to him. Yeah, He's like I'm not taking that and going two billion. I'm like, what is the point of life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Um, are we? Are we? We're about like forty minutes, forty five minutes. Okay, you gotta go a little further. Uh, so I, I actually did want to tell you about a show I started watching last night. Ryan suggested it to me, and you might have heard of it. It's an Apple original. It's. Ben Stiller is the director and co-executive producer. Oh, he texted me about this. And uh, I forget the name Severance? of the guy. Severance. Is it like you're, you're talking like it's like Emily <sighs> in Paris good. I, I I watched last night the first two episodes. Yeah. I'm all in. Really? Like I can't wait till like I get home tonight from where I got to go wow. so I can watch another episode. It is so far so really, really, really good. I don't know anything about it. So I didn't either. Yeah. So, so you I watched it cold. Oh, man. The plot sounds crazy. I know. I watched it but cold. But it's Adam... Uh, Scott. Scott Adam Scott. Yes. He's great, man. I never saw Party Down. Oh, and, and Party everybody's like, you gotta watch Party, Party Down. Party right? Down's so funny. Yeah, I know yeah. Johnson's like excited about it because there's something about a commercial in it where people keep trying to make him say commercial he did when he was a little kid. Yeah, I think he was so a star. humiliating yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And now he does parties. Um Yeah, it's good. It's just about uh bartenders for hire that work like yeah, like little parties. They're like bartenders for hire or whatever. Uh-huh. Like they're in a catering company. I got to get into that. I got, um, I'll work my way through Emily and then I'll, I'll jump into Severance. I so think. Severance, no spoilers, because uh, I, 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 you still don't know what, what it's about. I know about. nothing. Yeah, I mean, but even me, like you, I still don't have a full handle oh, okay, on what it's okay. about. But uh, the general concept, which you understand nearly immediately, it's not like a big, big okay. spoiler, is that they sign over the the uh, the permission for them to undergo a a thing for surgery I guess where they sever their work life and their home life oh wow and you they don't remember they they will not remember what's going on in each okay so they report to work and then the transformation happens and they go into work and then they don't even know right necessarily what they're doing. 
Oh, all right. And that's pretty when cool. They, but when they come out of work, they go back into their real life, and they have no idea what's going on in their work life. And they call they call it like the innies and the outies. Their outy self is living life, and their innie self is in work. Wow. I have a hundred theories within two episodes, but okay. there's so it's like that. You're like, oh, it's one of those ones where you're like, I bet you, I, this or this. You don't know what their job is. You don't know what their job. Not is. yet. It's uh, it's okay. I, it's it's. I think it's alluded to that. It, well. I don't want to give anything away. Okay, I don't if you away. found out that that was going... I actually wrote a script when I was um, 20 or 22 that was about a guy. It was I think I wrote it with Kevin James in mind, who's like a, kind of like a, a schlubby dude. No offense to Kevin James. <laughs> and, he, and he found out that like, I guess now you would cast... He was the hidden... He was where James Bond went to hide when he wasn't being James Bond. So the government had a button that they hit and basically, he would turn into like Chris Pine, and he would go and he would be it's a super super agent. But okay. something went wrong in the procedure, and he they pressed the button, and he didn't turn from Kevin James to Chris Pine. He saw Chris Pine. He was the only one that could see him, so he was like a ghost. But he wouldn't transform. But he had access to Chris Pine's personality in another person. So the government was like, "Well, you're the only one. Like Chris Pine's the only one that can defeat this guy." So it's about Kevin James and Chris Pine, whoever it was at the time, going on a, this like James Bond mission. And like the whole time, it's just Chris Pine telling him how to be a spy. And it was like a buddy I mean, comedy. I can see that as a broad comedy. Immediate. Yeah, it was a buddy comedy. Yeah. I wrote the whole script. I got to find it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it sounds like that sort of kind of thing. Is that unfortunately is that this show? Was? This show came out and it, it is that with no uh, ghost, right? They, well, yeah. the ghost is the thing. Oh, is that Zachary? Who yeah. is that? Levi? I watched yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Levi. This was the beginning Le of him. Oh the, yeah, yeah. I remember him at that age. So yeah, we met him back then when he was on Chuck. We met him. Yeah. He was dancing on stage. We walked into a party at the Comic Cons. Oh, and he recognized. I, I wasn't Joe, there. I, I, you guys went to Joe that party. Joe had spoke yeah. to him, and he like waved, and he said. And then years later, like two years ago, he was Shazam, and he was on Mrs. Maisel, and he we did a we had to do some promo work with him and met him again. Really cool guy. So nice, dude. I love I Chuck. Love he was going to start up his whole mo movie company, right? He moved to Texas. Yeah, he said yeah. he's telling us he bought like a farm in Texas, yeah. or like acres in Texas. Uh, actually, uh, I was that. in Toronto. Um, filming what we do in the shadows yeah. which i wonder when that's coming out but and i was walking the streets alone and i passed by a restaurant that had the front windows open yeah. and people were dining and he was sitting in at the at the table right in front of me <laughs> yeah, dining. Me yeah and i was like oh my god and i was like was that him so i stopped and walked back and maybe i was on my phone yeah and um, <laughs> and i looked and it was just him sitting there eating oh you didn't say hi no no <laughs> he was with other people i was gonna be like hey i'm if you don't remember me i'm like you know i don't know but I just want to, because Chuck, he, he downloaded this shit into his brain, right? Like, but he didn't. The government tried to do something, it didn't go right, and he was stuck with it, and he was the only access point of the data. Right. But it's not the same it's thing. It's not the same. No. I love Chuck. But I never even put that in my head together. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. With uh, the severance, it's, dude, I'm telling you, like, watch it immediately. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's so well, Would trippy. you guys sign up for that? Like, a separate mind for work? And well, here's the thing. No. Like I said, you don't really understand the implications by me just telling you. Because I. that's all I knew about it when yeah. I started to watch it. Just that one fact. And in my head, I immediately projected it to be something different. It's it's like it's like kind of like a mystery, kind of really cool, like, it's almost like a sci-fi mystery wow. weird thing. But when you get to work, you have no idea who you are outside of work. You don't know if you're married, if right. you're poor, if you're rich, where you let, you don't know anything. And you could, you only can like wonder what your outside self is like. But is it that thing where you're like, cause you know how, like when you, you ever think about shit, you've said while drunk or something like oh, that, yeah. where, or you've been in a situation like I, the older I get, the more, and I, when I was young, I would say stupid shit when I was drunk, but like, as I get older, I, I grew more trust in myself where the next day it would be like, Oh, what the fuck did I say last night? And then I, and I would be like, ah, I didn't say it. What, I know me. I didn't say anything that bad. I wonder if like, would I have faith? Because the immediate concern would be like you're doing something horrible for a living, right? Well, because when you sign up for it in the real world, yeah. you it's sec secretive what you're doing in there. People don't know. And so like there is a contingent of people that think it's unethical to take the job at this place because you really don't know what you're signing over to do. So there's that little component going on. But you on. have to have faith in yourself that even divorced of 
who I am in this moment. Sure. That's still me, and I would be unwilling to do things that were wrong. You got to right. not like well they divorce my home life and suddenly I'm a monster, <sighs> right? But dude, yeah, exactly. But even just the opening scene, it's like one of those movies. Yeah. The opening scene, you're like, whoa, like this is cool. How's the fashion? Is it on point? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, the fashion is <laughs> this the, all I care about now when it comes the to fashion in cer- certain places is somewhat purposely distinct. Really? Yeah, and I'm also trying to figure out. There's a. I, I don't want to give any spoilers okay, away, and yeah, I don't want to ruin anything for you. Yeah, but like, I would rewatch the first two episodes with you. Wow, swear just to sit down and like be able to say all the stuff that I was thinking to you. All right, because she fell asleep, and then also she doesn't like to talk during stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I like to pause and be like, "See now, what do you think's happening?" Yeah, I love pause. Like, cause, right? Love and talk pause. about it. I don't like. To, she says, "Talk about it after." I do. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna forget about. I'm gonna forget about everything after. I want to talk right now in anticipation of what I think and see if I'm right or yeah, not. Yeah, it's part of the fun. It's part of the fun. Yeah, I've been in relationships. I've been. I've been. I've gotten complaints about the pausing. Yeah, I know, and I'm yeah. just like, I'm like, I'm, I, I'll go like, if I pause it, she's like, oh come on. But I'm like, would you mind pausing for a second? Okay. And then she'll be like, huh? she'll pause and be like, what? And I go, I'll either be like, what do you think? Well, let me tell you what I think. Uh-huh. This is, and then she's like, uh huh, uh huh. Then we start again. But then every once in a while, when she wants to say something, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're going against your own thing here. You're, pa- you're pausing. <laughs> Love is a battlefield. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So that was that was good. We had a little filling up. Uh, you, I think you're going to be back next week or possibly again soon. Yeah. Because uh, we're, we're going to record one more. Uh, yeah. Where that falls in the in the you know in a Spread release date we don't know Spread but um, yeah any any uh, anything you want to plug at all or anything like that no you know just uh, you know tell them Steve Dave and uh, I I you tell know, them Steve Dave is your podcast podcast yeah I always assume people know I guess but uh, I, I've been doing for two years I realized the last time I was like why don't I ever mention that but I've been doing a radio show for like two years now oh, on cool. on Maker Park Radio remember Tom Ferry we went to high school with Tom Ferry yeah. So him and his wife started a nonprofit internet radio station. And about two years ago, I started doing like a weekly show with them. I've since kicked it down to the first Monday of every month just because I, I scheduled A weekly show with who? Just myself. Just music. Oh, well, you said you with him. Oh, oh no, Tom with Ferry. them on Maker Park Radio. Yeah, it's oh, you're Staten choosing Island. music? Yeah, it's oh, just cool. it's like a straight up oh, DJ thing. You have to do it live? Things. No, you can do it live if you want to do it from the studio. But I find that doesn't work for us. So I'll just record. I'll record in real time. Uh, listen to the songs and everything, and then just send them. But the what are you recording? Just DJ shit, man. No, no, no I mean like, you, the, like songs the songs coming from where? My computer. Oh, so it's digital file. It's digital. So yeah. you're loading just kind of like almost like a playlist, but you're playing it. Yeah. But you don't mix. Do you speak? Yeah, I'll do a song. It's like a, oh, it's like, it's like a, old it's school, like terrestrial school radio. radio show. That's it. He's uh, doing the bumpers. He's doing I'm the just bumpers. doing the bumpers, or like I'll talk about a oh, song. So you're like or, that was that. Free yeah. Fallen by Tom Petty. That yeah. was off the 1972. Like, uh, I don't really do that, like Matt but Pettyfield. yeah, that that my version, of that, which is more like oh, a fuck. big happy birthday to <laughs> Grant. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I've been doing that, uh, and now it's the first Monday of every month. So what are the kind of things you say in between the song? I'll talk about the song. Or or why so you I have to, that song? Okay, but so you don't you don't have to know about that. Or are you actually pulling up the wiki of the song and being like, "Oh, this no, sold a hundred no. million? Okay, no, you know me. I don't like putting much prep work. Right. So you yeah. so when you say you talk about it, it's just yeah, on just a very like, surface level. Ah, this is why like like this is why I like that song. Or I'll talk like like a show I did. Like I went to visit my parents in the villages, which is like this giant retirement community in Florida. Nice. And I just kept a list of all the songs that I heard was down there. So that show was like, well, these are songs I heard in a retirement community in Florida. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, and I would just talk about where I was when I heard it and, and who was listening to the song. So it's like, you know, every show's and a little bit. And it's two hours? That's a lot of songs. That's a lot of songs. It's a lot. That's why I went to once a month because it was like doing wow. it every I did it every week for a long well, time. Well, how do you listen? Wow. Uh, go to, it's on the internet, just makerparkradio.com. Maker? Maker, yeah. Maker Park. Park. Yeah. This Radio. Is, and they do. Are you archived? Oh yeah, you can listen to uh, also. It's called the RNH Beer Radio because what happened was the beer company used to have a radio show in New York City, so I brought it back the RNH oh, Beer Radio dope. program for that. But I'm thinking, you know, yeah. So there you go. So I, that's I figured I, you know it might give them a bump to because they're nonprofit. You could play whatever song you want on it because it's a nonprofit. Oh, which is kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah, so it's that's like there's so, no worries. About how it. do you get listenership? Well, for me, it's just just. Post it, but people listen to the radios. Like people just put it on all day and just listen from show to show to show. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like like they got some people who are better than me on way way better than me on there. But uh, 
That's cool. Maker yeah. Park Radio. Maker Check Park that out. Radio. So every first Monday, the RNHB radio program. Very good. Yeah. Uh, well, two things. One, uh, come see me at the Beacon Theater on May 14th in New York City. Uh, oh, that's a big one. It's a big one. Uh, some surprise guests going to yeah. be uh, coming out. Is that me? And Well, no, but you can come too. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the more better. Well, I'll be at the show. Oh, well, there sure. you go. Yeah, Brian yeah. Quinn will be there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, who's uh, coming out? There's this, this, this a couple of surprise guests hitting the stage. Okay. Uh, they wanted Openers? me. They wanted me to keep it a surprise. Oh, uh, but uh, but but I'm gonna keep it a surprise until I think it shouldn't be anymore. Maybe depending on tickets. <laughs> <laughs> It's selling really well. It's, it's, uh, so it's going to sell out, they say. So yeah. I, I uh, so it should be fine. But we were like, should we really push and try to do like two? I don't think I'm going to do two. I, I don't want that pressure. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. anyway, May 14th at the Beacon. May 21st uh, at San Diego and May 22nd in Los Angeles at the Wiltern Theater. Those are big. I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, but uh, if it if it's not April 15th and 16th yet, Louisville and Evansville, and April 23rd and 24th, Oklahoma City and Tulsa. And then the merch is out. And I don't know when this is coming out either, but you go to my website at SavileCanoComedy.com and you go to the store and that'll be a link to all my solo stuff and then the podcast stuff if it's out now too, uh, with Taste Buds and Hey Babe. And uh, yeah, that's great. This has been Hey Babe. Hey Babe. Uh, uh, don't be a fake. Don't be a flake. Don't run away.